Welcome to the Ike Packers Podcast. Go Pack Go. You call the shot. Should the Packers get D-hop? Go Pack Go. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen. Please leave a five-star review if you enjoyed the show. We're I-K-E underscore Packers on Twitter. Welcome back to another episode of the Ike Packers Podcast. We're in the midst of the offseason, but there is free agents that are available for Green Bay. So we're diving into those as well as some of the dynamics on the Packers roster. Where do they need to upgrade and how good is their premier talent? Let's Welcome get into the back show to another episode of the Ike Packers podcast. My name is Alex Eichstead. I'm your host and Packers fans. We are very happy to have you with us in hype season. You know, Green Bay has some free agents that they might need to add. They have some players that are getting, you know, gelling together in the offseason, getting that chemistry, and we're here to talk about it all. So thank you for tuning in. The over 100-plus countries that listen to this show, we have love for each and every one of you. I'm joined by my co-host, KJ. KJ, how you doing? Welcome to the podcast. Packers fans, what is going on? It's another beautiful day in Wisconsin summer. The Packers are around the corner. We still have some time, but that means plenty of time for great conversations. Football season is going to be here before we know it. I can't wait to get into it. In the meantime, we have plenty of Packers banter to behold. So let's jump in. Yep. I think where we want to start, KG, is right after last week's pod, DeAndre Hopkins, the wide receiver for Arizona, he was released almost in a stunning fashion where all of a sudden he's available at a cheaper price, right? Like, you know, maybe now teams can actually look to add Hopkins, and he's on the free agent uh, block. He's one of the best, you know, pass catchers through his first 10 years in the league, 11,000-plus yards, 850-plus catches, dominant number one. Is he too old, KJ, or do you think the Packers should look to bring him in for a visit? Man, I think it's a no-brainer. Bring this guy in, see what he can do. Uh, You know, he might want to play for a bigger market. He might want to play for maybe a team theoretically closer to contending than the new-look Green Bay Packers are, but he's a free agent, and he kind of put out what he's looking for in terms of a deal. He's looking for something very similar to what Odell Beckham Jr. just signed, kind of one of these uh, long-time, you know, boom or bust receivers who had some damage on him had some some stuff happen whatever for whatever reason where where he's looking to get like this prove it deal 15 million plus 3 million in incentives so to me you got to do whatever you can to get deandre hopkins in a package uniform exactly well it's just affordable you know it's like if we, if you're thinking about what do the average receivers go for on the market these days or in the trade trade market you don't really get a chance to add a DeAndre Hopkins for, you know, less than 20 million a year for without giving up significant draft capital or giving a boatload of guarantees. And and he's like, man, I mean, who's going to give him like a better situation than the Packers? He could come in and potentially be like a number 1 receiver. You know, there are certain veteran quarterbacks that he could potentially hit the ground running more, faster with, but like he kind of tried that with Kyler Murray. Uh, you know, unless he's looking for like a very veteran guy, um, who knows where he would go. But if the if the Buffalo Bills are going to make the move to, to sign, you know, free agents such as guys like Leonard Floyd or, or whoever to keep stacking when their team already seemingly has all these contracts on it, already seemingly has all this talent on it. The Packers need to be doing the same thing, especially when it's like, 
you know, we're talking about Devontae Adams, we're talking about Tyree Kill, we're talking about guys like that making 28 plus a year. Well, DeAndre Hopkins only wants 15, and he doesn't come with that draft pick, uh, you know, cost. And look, if it doesn't work out, like like last year, I was very much advocating for the Packers to to, to sign Julio Jones and just make him a part of the room. If it doesn't work out, look, we're at the same spot we are now. You know, like like no more money on the books. Kind of just you got to start taking these buy low uh, opportunities with these yeah, guys. You got to start taking some risks, man. And like, if you could just get DeAndre Hopkins to add something to Romeo, to add something to Christian Watson, give Jaden Reed some pointers, uh, all of our seventh-round guys, our fifth-round guys, you know, he's a te- he's the kind of guy that can, like, in one signing, increase the entire confidence and swag of an entire franchise. And, man, I think he could go off for 10 touchdowns plus with, with Jordan Love. Well, Packers uh, fans. Real, real yeah. quick, yeah, how many touchdowns do you think DeAndre Hopkins would get with an entire season of joy and love and vice versa. Like, like how many do you think those two would connect for? Do you think it would be above 10 or, or below 10? Oof. I think it would be 11. And 11. Packers fans, I'm looking at Track right now just to take a look at what the Packers salary cap is looking like in, in terms of like estimated cap space. And so ballpark cage, the figure I'm seeing in bold is $16.2 million that the Packers may have in cap space. That's looking right around DeAndre Hopkins value. So it's like low risk in the form of it could be a one-year deal, maybe like two-year deal incentive-based, as you said, Cage. And hey, you have a big glaring need for it because Packers fans, I kind of posed the question. I said, how many top 100 players do you think Green Bay has? And just, just ponder on that for a second. Like how many top 100 players in the NFL do the Packers have at this point? I think it's one. I think it's one. I think it's Jair Alexander and KJ. Am am I missing someone (laughs) or do you think there's another one? Well, you don't think maybe uh, Aaron Jones I think Aaron Jones, but I think Aaron Jones is the probably closest number two. That's a a good thought. Yeah, I think Jair is the easy one. Um, You know, depending on who you ask, you could you could throw David Bakhtiari in there on a good day. You could throw Elton Jenkins in there uh, when he's healthy. Um, You know, Kenny Clark. I'd say he's a fringe guy. He's we've talked about Kenny Clark before. He's got fringe guys. He's got to get off the fringe. You know, you know, like otherwise he's not worth his deal. But for him to be making this type of money and, and not being as impactful as he would have liked at this point, <clears throat> excuse me, in his career, it, it just you don't pay a fringe top 100 guy like the kind of elite money Kenny Clark is. So he's serving a role. He's one of the hardest positions to find in terms of like a talented defensive lineman. And that's why he's really on the team. But he hasn't really lit it up from there you know and it's very hard to do so but he hasn't been a chris jones he hasn't been an aaron donald he hasn't even been a poor man's chris jones or poor man's aaron donald you threw out uh, his sack numbers a few weeks ago alex it just hasn't been good enough um because the packers obviously struggle with other things like stopping the run yeah i mean kenny clark's a fringe guy there's really i mean rashawn gary was like probably gonna be in there but now he's He's got a torn acl he's a fringe guy as well uh I mean, I genuinely Devondre think Campbell in the previous year was. Last year, you'd probably say no. Quay Walker, I think, has a chance to. 
Uh, I mean, Christian Watson, I think, probably should be this year. And that's pretty much it. So, like, in terms of definitive guys, uh, I will say Jair. You're saying Aaron Jones, and then I'm going to say Elton Jenkins. And, like, you could could give it to to 6'9", just as, like, a pity throw-in. But I don't think he's top 100. There's really and only two. Say, there's really only two solid ones, and that's Aaron Jones and and Jerry yeah, Alexander. I'll, I'll say Aaron, Aaron Jones is probably the second. And if you think each team should have three, my my point is maybe the Packers should have a DeAndre Hopkins. Exactly. Right? Like, like maybe this is the time where low risk, right? Cage, you bring in DeAndre Hopkins for one year. It doesn't go that special. But hey, Jordan Love has a number one receiver. It opens up the field for Watson and Dubs and Jaden Reed, the tight ends. Then the offense is looking really good. The Packers have a chance to win the division. I think it's very strong chance the Packers could win the division with D-Hop. Minus D-Hop, you know, it's a lot of youth there in the receiving core. Maybe they need a veteran guy. Well, on, on the same side, Cage, I really think the upside here is DeAndre Hopkins kind of proves it, right? He yeah, he could go Kyler off. Kyler Murray. Yeah. This guy could go off, and you may now have really like your Devontae Adams replacement, um, plus the youth and the talent around him and the more you know invested defense cage. Where do you see, I guess, like the, the counter argument as to why the Packers should just roll out with the youth? I don't really see one. Like, if we're looking to take a mulligan year and maybe get another top 10, top 15 draft pick, I don't see that good enough reward to to kind of, like, punt on a season. I know there's, like, get-out-of-jail-free cards for pretty much the whole team this year because it is a transition with the quarterback. That I'm cool with. You know, I'm cool having, like, a let's-see-what-happens year, but I'm not cool with just, like, punting the competitive nature of it. And if you look at the the brass tacks, the financials, like, when you're paying Devontae Adams wide receiver one money, it doesn't make sense for you to bring in a a DeAndre Hopkins because then the financials might not work out all right. But when you have a bunch of rookie deals over there, like, let's look at the Packers locker room when it comes to receivers. You got a bunch of seven round picks you got a bunch of mid-round picks and then you have basically like romeo dobbs Jaden reed christian watson all on rookie deals i mean bro like there's no sammy watkins there there's no uh al nazar there there's no randall cop there anymore offset it you know it's almost like with your qb is on a rookie deal then you load up the defense it's like let's take some of this freedom that we have in terms of cap freedom financial freedom financial uh unrestrained and let's just give a try you know like if you ever bought like a lottery ticket if you ever bought like you ever threw that 50 bucks on roulette threw it on red or or you know said yolo i'm buying nvidia stock or something every <laughs> once in a while good things happen you know you just gotta make a big bet and if your big bet pays off you're the you know huge things happen but if your big bet doesn't pay off well guess what good thing it was only 50 bucks good thing i only threw you know x amount of dollars in that stock good thing i you know, we're not giving out a five year contract here. Only to gave Hopkins, right? Sammy Watkins a one year deal. Only gave Devin Funches a one year deal. It's like, remember the Devin Funches deal? We had so much optimism for <laughs> Devin Funches. Funches. Did and, he see the field? <laughs> and Sammy Watkins. And it's like, <laughs> we're due. We are due. Oh, Let's both take of those a guys shot. Were maybe, maybe it's not Sammy Watkins. Maybe it's Will Fuller. The guy sat out the entire season last year. 
Uh, you know, injury concerns. Obviously, he's got speed. He was on the Dolphins. Packers explored trading for him a few years back. But it's like maybe the Packers are like, no, nah, we're not looking for DeAndre at 15. We're looking for Will Fuller at like $2 million. It's like, bring him in. It doesn't work out. It doesn't work out. Two would be pretty out. nice. Two and would be pretty at, nice. Well, I think he was looking for like three and a half last year. He couldn't find oh. it or something. Uh, you know, I don't think he voluntarily sat out a year in the NFL in his prime. You know, I think he's like, dang, I would have at least like the I think the Packers role. are going to badly miss a vet uh, in their, you know, offensive weapon in terms of receivers and tight ends. The, the, Once the is, season starts going, you're going to realize like, hey, people just can't get open or like, you know, there's just going to be so many growing pains that a DeAndre Hopkins could just take away the spotlight from, right? Like then everyone gets one-on-one matchups. And that's a big win for the Packers. Uh, speaking of which, I just want to kind of say another win. Well, Tucker Kraft, who was on this podcast, he signed a four-year, $5.5 million contract with Green Bay. He's locked up. And uh, so you're seeing, Cage, you know, Tucker's about a million on the cap hit. DeGuara is 1.3 on the cap hit. A.J. Dillon's 1.7. Christian Watson is 2.1 million. But you're not seeing a ton of investment really outside of Aaron Jones in that offense weapons for Christian uh, for Jordan Love this year one. Well, it's like, why is Goot not making these moves right here, right now? Well, because he's doing things like observing during OTAs. He's doing things like signing Tucker Craft to a deal. But Goot is doing, it reminds me of this one, uh, old Imagine Dragons song. It's called Bleeding Out. It's like, because I'm bleeding out for you. And um, basically, he's bleeding out the free agent crop. He's getting the prices lower and lower and lower. And I think he's going to sign one of these guys. Uh, at least I hope well, let's, so. Cause, let's talk about some of the top free agents you, out you there. Don't have, you don't have Alan Lazard, and you don't have Randall Cobb, and you don't have Sammy Watkins. Like, think about that's three guys. It's not one guy. It's not like you just have a Randall C back there or just a Sammy Watkins. or an, Like, that's three guys and big dog Mercedes Lewis as, as a pass catcher, just kind of a voice in that room. Like, the Packers could use, like, one or two or three vets. Honestly, we really could. We could use some Pretty vets. Low. Maybe this is all by design for Goot. Maybe he's like, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to bleed out our win record this year so that way we can you know have a higher draft pick next year but i really think good is is not doing that i think he's trying to have he's a got to give i think chance he to just, win so he doesn't he look wants, bad 100 but i think he wants a better record than aaron Rodgers. i mean tier one i think that they, 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 he wants the packers to have a better record so he's just waiting out the free agent class you know me, he's, he's waiting out the of, yeah go for it some of the other players you names. know yeah so, so like how can, you know, the Packers have a better record than the Jets? They're going to need some talent, in my opinion, right? Pa- I would say the Jets are the clear favorites out of those two teams right oh, they, now as it stands. The, well, you had 12, you know. Yeah. You got DeAndre Hopkins. He might be free agent number one. Dalvin Cook, the running back from Minnesota. Uh, someone will pick him up. I someone think. will. I, someone will pick him up. But, it'll you know, probably be like the Cowboys, man. You know, like like which team picks up the stars? Maybe the Rams. Maybe the Cowboys. Maybe the Dolphins. You might end up going to the Dolphins. You got Ben Jones, the offensive lineman, I think, from Tennessee. He's kind of like the last OL out there. Yannick Ngoku, Cage, the Maybe defensive. Nguy or whatever. Yeah. From, uh, he's a pass rusher. He's solid. Adrian Amos. He's not coming back to Green Bay, but I think a team out there will take up 31 still. Pro's you know, pro. Like, He's a pro. Yeah. pro. Marcus Peters, the cornerback. He Gosh. always is, is talented, man. You know, I like know. we I like our secondary, but what if you what if you figured out a way to like 
just involve him and move one of our other guys to safety. You know, like, who knows? I know they talk a lot about Darnell Savage coming and playing the slot more, but Marcus Peters, everywhere he's gone, he's just been a ball hawk, and uh, he's physical, too. He's, he's not like you're, you're, you're throwing all your hopes and dreams into Marcus Peters, but when you have a talent, uh, cornerback room like the Packers do and you add him to it, then you just have, like, a baby legion of boom building. But uh, yeah, no, I, I like that. Jadavian Clowney. That's the, the name that I. Edge. That's the name that I was waiting for. He just seems like a Julius Peppers type signing, you know. Like well, maybe I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say the hype the Reggie, is still. There, I'm not gonna saying. say the Reggie White name. I be, like I even oh, though I'm not did, even but close. Like, but not it's like the Packers close. need to just throw some of these chips on red or black man you know like let's take some shots i know we gotta let's, take some shots eli gotta, apple's out there they got a hundred bucks in chips instead of going five five on red five on black let's throw 20 on red 20 on black you know 25 on red 25 on black like some big you know, if you, if you want to throw bounce? 50 on red 50 on black go for it goody like like we are such a safe team in the good way right now. i'm not saying it's bad the packers what an unsafe team would do, in my opinion, would be, like, trading away their first-round picks. I love how the Packers have been almost, Collectors. like, too, too uh, you know, safe when it comes to their first-round picks. Like, you don't want to be bitten in the butt that way. But we can take some of our risk management and allocate it into a little bit more risk than we've taken. And uh, I would like to see the Packers roll the dice on Jadavian Clowney, man. I mean, like, let it be a one-year deal. If you brought in Clowney and, and DeAndre Hopkins— I'd be hyped. And then maybe you bring in, like, a, a Will Fuller. Maybe you I bring have in. I money for both, but you didn't let yeah, you cut someone. May, true. I mean, that happens every Clear year in cap. training. Every year in training camp, guys get cut. Get some undrafted guys. I mean, think about the Packers. We've cut Jody Nelson. We've cut Mike Daniels. You know, we've it Usually cut, someone's going to go. Someone's going to go. Yeah, it, right? it's, it's someone who's a significant contributor, man. I don't Josh know who Sitton that was be. cut, wasn't he? Josh Sitton. I mean, like, dude, Kenny Clark, he's better step it up, bro. Yeah. Because, like, he kind of seems to be – it's not going to be Bakhtiari. I don't think they're just going to cut Bakhtiari. They're no, certainly not so, getting yeah. rid of Big E. Big E just signed a new deal. You don't just you cut know, your left tackle. There, there's, no, there's no tight ends to cut. There's no wide receivers <laughs> to cut. They're not cutting, uh, you know, Aaron Jones. I thought you are cut, man. Unless he's not the that good. The other guy, A.J. Dillon better keep his eyes on – has had in a swivel. Because – he hasn't really shown anything in years one and two that keep him safe, especially at his position. And he's not like making extension money. He's not like a Jamal Williams running back who, you know, Jamal Williams led the NFL in TDs last year for a running back. And he's not, he's his old team didn't even want him back, but it's just like the way things are setting up. There's always a surprise cut. It might be Clenny Clark. It might be AJ Dillon. And I'm not saying it's not because these guys can't play football, it's just, are they performing relative to their salaries, relative to what could the be market Josh Myers. could be getting them? Exactly. Uh, yeah, not. I don't know about that one. Maybe. One more but, for a year, you know? Like, yeah. I think, like, you know, the Packers, they don't have a ton of, like, it's a thin roster. That's the way I would describe it, right? It's like those guys like Sammy Watkins, the Devin Funches, the Randall C's, the Mercedes. You know, there was a big chunk of Rodgers, you know, entourage that just left the building right it's like when the party is kind of over and like six people leave the place yeah and you're you just like kind of like whoo now now i can enjoy myself and plan the next thing right that's where the packers are at they just had a lot of people leave and cage maybe we're thinking about hey who's like someone outside of the draft that the packers can bring in those names to me 
the one that stands out besides DeAndre Hopkins that I would be I'd be willing to take a risk on, I think it would be one of the DNs. Either yeah, Yannick Ngoi yeah. or Jadavian Clowney. Because for me, it's like, okay, bring another never, one in. Yeah. Bring another one in. Let's just try it. Maybe Julius Peppers is a result. Maybe, you know, six sacks is the result. I'll still take it. That'll still Maybe be some... 12 sacks. You know, who knows? Um, another guy that I cannot remember his name, but I know a lot of fans out there. He's the, the under-the-radar defensive lineman, <clears throat> free agent from the Carolina Panthers. He's, he's a white guy. And I, I, he's got, you know, I'm talking like under the radar bargain deal here. But if you look at his advanced metrics, I think he had like one sack, but he had a ton of pressure. So he had like, I don't want to say like 30 some pressures, but he, it was like one of those type of seasons where he's been knocked down a bit because he only mm-hmm. converted one of those pressures into a sack. But like if you're a defensive lineman coming from the interior where Kenny Clark's playing and you can get two pressures a game and we can pick you up off the scrap heap. Alex, were you able to pull up that guy's info by chance? I can't, I can't find okay. him. Okay, well, maybe we'll throw a tweet out about him, uh, Pakistan's. But those of you kind of listening, you got your phones out, can, can maybe Google it. But Carolina Panthers, they basically have like a, a white defensive tackle tackle uh free agent and he had a lot of pressures he didn't have a lot of sacks but like that's the kind of guy when you just we need more help on the d-line and it shouldn't be this way but we just do so so i'm not going to be putting all my hail marys in the Devonte wyatt hail mary jugular right now um i, I would love for Devonte wyatt to take a step forward but like truthfully the, the responsibility falls on the highest paid guys that's kenny clark and it also here's, falls on you know the first round here's pick, a comment wyatt yeah packers fans Number one overall pick, Bryce Young, Carolina Panthers. Team that clearly, in my opinion, is willing to throw in the towel this year. Really just kind of have like a see what happens, you know, get another draft picked if they still have them. I uh, think they might have gave it up. <laughs> but, you know, but you know what they did, Cage? They at least were like, hey, maybe we should get Adam Thielen, right? Like maybe we should get one guy. Who can, who can I like throw that to. move for them. Yeah. yeah. And he was a three million or three year, $25 million deal. Is D hops maybe less risky? Probably. It's even less risky than that deal. If you're to ask me, you could do like a one year, like two years, twenty five, maybe. You could you could say, hey, we'll do a two year, twenty five deal on that. Um, or you okay, could stay unemployed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see here, KJ. I'm pulling up the DNs now. See if I can find this guy real quick. I don't think he's a DN. I think he's like a DT, like an interior guy. But see if see if he comes up at one of those positions. He's like a. Carolina guy mm-hmm. you could even look up their stats this year if you if you looked up sack totals and you had like one sack okay was it Matthew Ionidas I, I think that might have been it I, I don't have him in front of me so I don't want to say see it but this is him. basically um, so you know you guy, guy like kind him. of like had that kind of uh, value offering that. Oh yeah, this is him. Yeah, yeah. So what's yeah. his name out? Fill in the fill in the audience. Matthew Ioannidis. It's like how do you spell uh, that? It looks like I O A N N I D I S. Defensive it, tackle was a free agent. Exactly. Like, there's no way I was going to remember that. But this guy's one to to kind of kick a tire on, in my opinion. If you don't want to bring in Jadavian Clowney, bring in this guy. Just. Let's go for it. We got a we got a light division. And you see this if you're a Wisconsin sports fan, you see this with the Brewers right now. Like the Brewers are very 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 flawed, especially on the offensive end. 
obviously it's a different sport, but the Packers might be hurting on offense this year, depending on how Jordan. You want to have some offense, you know? But it, it, our division is so weak. It's looking like we can make the playoffs, and once yeah, you get into is. the dance, you know anything can happen. And so that's my attitude with the Packers. We have a franchise of excellence. We have a franchise synonymous with winning. Playoffs are bust, man. That's not how I view it, but this is how I, I see it, Packers fans. You have your next guy for hopefully 15 years, 10 years minimum, Jordan Love. What's the number one way he lasts that long? He enjoys some success year one. He doesn't have to play that great. I'm not expecting him to really have like the flashy stats but year one if he figures out how to win some games and he can get some winning early that's going to be the hardest hurdle for justin fields cage i think it's just the fact that he's losing early in his career you don't want to make it a habit well you don't want to make it a habit jared goff lost a bunch in college and he had to kind of buck that trend in the nfl which he did yeah Matt, matt stafford a lot of people did um so i'm just really hoping that jordan love they try to set him up for success, bringing in someone like a D hop or bringing in some offensive talent. Do what you can to help this guy. Do you know, what you it, can to help this guy. Other news uh, around the team. I was just going to, you know, throw out a couple more, a couple more things. Cage. Yeah, go for it. Do you think Jaden Reed will have 375 receiving yards this year? Um, I think if he doesn't, it would be a Greek tragedy. But an American tragedy. Me too. But that's the exact amount that Randall Cobb had his rookie year Packers fans. So, you know, he made an impact his rookie year through the kick returning game. Jaden Reed is hopefully going to be able to do the same, right? I think what they're looking cage here is Amari Rodgers times two, right? They're like, we, we really missed on the Amari Rodgers. But the only problem is I see so many similarities between this guy and Amari Rodgers. They're like the same height, you know, like... I'm 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 just gonna wait and see what he does man you know like Mm -hmm. Christian Watson had superstar all written all over him like we watch every Wisconsin Badgers football game and I'm telling you you didn't really hear of Jaden Reed's name in the Big Ten like he, he was a solid player if you go back in hindsight and look up his highlights look up the stats and everything but there was like always I would say like five receivers at least every year like better than him in his own conference and you know do with that what you will maybe he's going to turn out to be the best one of all of them but to me it kind of knocks his expectations down like his draft his draft area knocks his uh expectations up for me but i'm just kind of like okay you know here we go like maybe this is it michigan state guy ends up being a stud we'll see I mean, we'll see. Let's go burris was like probably the best michigan state receiver ever to walk the, the nfl football field We'll see what happens to him. He's a bad man. What about the left side? We have the blind side of Elton Jenkins and David Bakhtiari. Will both be healthy? Will one be healthy, Cage? And I guess here's a prediction. Do you think this is going to be a top left side in football? Depends how focused they are. I think they can be because of how mobile Jordan Love is. Like, Jordan Love's pocket presence might not be as good as Rodgers or Brady's, clearly. But he's more mobile than both those guys. So if, if the left side can do its thing and, and just kind of keep him free, Jordan Love should be able to shake many more sacks that Rodgers couldn't necessarily do and other quarterbacks aren't able to do. So that's going to help them look even better in the eyes of the evaluators. 
and uh, it's going to help the Pack win a lot of games. I think One they more. have that ceiling. I think they could be as low as number, you know, 10 or 16, though. I, I think they okay. have such a wide range. I just, like, Elton Both Jenkins, guys have to kind of. Yeah, Elton Jenkins seems to be, like, such a pro's pro to me. And, and David Bakhtiari, like, it's not like he's not a professional, but. He's still good, though. Yeah, it's just, like, he's not necessarily. Like, AJ, okay, Aaron Jones and Elton Jenkins are, like, cut from the same cloth. Just the way they operate, the way they practice, their mannerisms, all that. Then you have, like, AJ Dillon and, um, you know, David Bakhtiari. Yeah, they're, they're kind of, like, they're, there's nothing wrong with it, but it's just a little less serious. And, man, I mean, like, it's all good to have fun and everything. We'll see how it translates. Yeah, we'll um, see how I it think translates. It's, it's a blank slate for all these guys. Because think about it. David Bakhtiari, Pakistan, just to set the stage for everybody, set the proper, like, landscape. He's making a boatload of money. I think he's making over $20 million per. Alex, maybe you can pull that up. If he doesn't perform this year, Top pay, he will probably get cut. He will 20, probably get cut. $21 million. But here's the final question I wanted to ask, Packers fans. We're going to leave on this one. KJ, I'm going to send this to you. Who finishes with the most catches, Romeo Dobbs or Christian Watson? Hmm. Again, that's catches. I'm gonna say Romeo. I'm gonna say Christian Watson, man. I was gonna I say mean, Watson. I mean, like, 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 if if they if you go by last year's seasons, Romeo Dobbs is like more the possession guy. Christian Watson's a big play you guy. See the targets in the opening. I, I'm not convinced on Romeo Dobbs. I'm just not convinced. I, he's gonna need to prove it to me again. He's gonna need to do back to back years. Christian Watson, I'm sold. Like, if, if he doesn't play well, it's because the pack aren't putting him in positions to succeed. We've got to just unleash him as much as we can. He's almost like a Julio Jones type guy. And, uh, you know, Romeo Dobbs, we'll see, man. I think if everything works out as it should, Christian Watson's going to have no problem being a superstar. Romeo Dobbs, jury's still out. I think he's got the leg up on Jaden Reed. Um, But we'll see, man. I'm not going to pick Romeo Dobbs over Christian Watson just because it didn't feel right to do that. You almost did. (laughs) I I don't want to be that guy who's like, trying to get too into it and be like, oh, no, 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 I'm going <laughs> give to me more a, talented guy. Yeah, yeah. Give, yeah, exactly. Packers fans, we want to say thank you so much for hanging with us again. Uh, we, we checked out last season. We're like, what were we doing last summer? And, you know, we took a few weeks off, but this year we've been going very steady all year, and we're happy for everyone who's been riding with us. You've been doing yeah, a great job leaving five-star reviews. Yep, we're going to keep it rolling. So please leave a five-star review. If you haven't done that yet, hit that subscribe button and tell a friend. Tell a friend about the show. Be like, Packers season, I can't wait for football season. I know I can't. Well, this is a good and, question uh, to ask them with this let week's them know. episode. So, Packers fans, when you text this week's episode to your friends and to your buddies and your parents and your coworkers, ask them, how many top 100 players do you think the Packers have on them right now? Yeah. That's question number one. Question number two you can ask them is, would you bring in A, DeAndre Hopkins, B, Will Fuller, or C, other to help the offense? That's a good question to ask people when you text them the show. Three, you could ask them, would you bring in on defense, would you bring in Yannick Nagui? Would you bring in uh, uh, what was the guy's name I just mentioned? Um, oh, yeah, Jadavian Clowney or, like, the Carolina guy, Matt. Matthew Ioannidis. Matthew Ioannidis, whatever his name is. Would you – or other. You know, so He looks like Leonidas, say, too. I think this guy could be many, Trojan case. You know, how, how many top 100 players the Packers have 
would you bring in one of these three guys on offense, one of these three guys on defense, or other? And furthermore, it's like, I mean, do the Packers' left side of their offensive line, is their left side going to be the best in football, or is it going to be something else? Um, I think Let's those are some Packers great fans. conversation stars this week, Packers fans. Let Ike Packers be the bridge that connects you to your people in your life about great Packers banter because that way we can all grow together and we really appreciate everyone being on this journey with us text to a friend's the easiest way to help and uh, yeah Alex keep it going Packers fans we really appreciate you and we'll be back next week with another episode hit that button we'll check in with you go Pack go as always if you enjoyed this episode of the Ike Packers podcast and want to help the show please subscribe tell a friend and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This is how we can continue to give great value to you. As always, till next time, Packers fans. Go, pa- go.
get you no 